Teammate Radio is brought to you by Peaceful Warriors and Teammate Children's Stories, available on Amazon. We are Peaceful Warriors! Integrity Week is huge to me because as a kid, I was ultra-trusting of people that made promises to me. And yet, often those promises would not come through. Now, integrity on its simplest form for kids is about keeping your promise. But what integrity is really, really about comes from knowing yourself, being confident and strong in who you are and the things that you believe in and stand up for and making sure that you live what it is that you preach. So basically, if you've got like a pet peeve that someone else could do that bothers you or bothers you when they do it, then making sure that you aren't also doing that thing that is your pet peeve yourself is the most basic example of integrity that I can possibly give. Now, and why integrity is so important to me is because your integrity is literally the baseline of what you have, the only thing you have in order to create trust with the people around you. We all know how important trust is in a relationship. There's no more important relationship or no uh, where trust is important than your relationship children and your spouse, which often comes from, the strength of which often comes from communication. That communication comes from being able to stay true and live the peace you talk about. So we tell our kids all the time to be honest. We tell our kids all the time to keep their word. We tell our kids all the time, you promised me you clean up your room. You promised me this, you promised me that, right? And we're pretty hard on our kids about keeping the promises. But how many of us are actually solid on keeping the promises that we make to our kids or to other people for that matter? Because we may feel like we're living with integrity, but if as a side note out of my mouth, I tell my son something like, hey, I promise sometime this week, I'll play a game of Pokemon. Now I don't feel like playing right now, but I promise you sometime this week I will. And then that week goes by and they don't say anything about it and I don't play that game and I think they forgot about it, then I don't worry about it. Many, many parents have many, many things like that. I know I've had many like that. But the thing is, is the child does remember. They may not remember that week, but they will remember a week or two or three later and they will remember the fact that you didn't keep your promise to them. And the more often you do that and don't actually like apologize and acknowledge the fact that you didn't keep your promise with them, that is you by example, teaching them that it's okay to promise things and not keep them. And that's why we have so many people in the world today who will promise you everything in the world. And then when you start to believe them, they will not follow through. And that's why it becomes so difficult for anyone to trust anyone. And I know a lot of this, like I have serious trust issues because it's very, very difficult to trust anybody when people are so quick to promise and so quick to not care about whether they deliver on that promise. Because it may seem like a smaller promise to them, like as a parent to a child, promising to go to the park this week may seem like a small promise to that, to you, but it's a massive, massive promise to them. And they look forward to it for days. And because they don't want to upset you, they may never bring it up again, even if they didn't, you know, you didn't take them to the park, but they'll remember that. So always make sure that if I made a promise and I realized that I missed that promise, 
somewhere along the lines, or I missed the deadline, I said I would, and I go to my son and I thoroughly apologize. I say, son, that's all right on me, but it show you very good integrity. I didn't keep the promise I made to you. So here, now let me sincerely make it up to you. Now, because I've always done that with him, this child is the same way. So if he promises to clean his room and he doesn't do it, all and I come up and have that classic parent thing, and I say, promise me you get your room clean today. Instead of getting arguments, you know what I get? He gets sad and he goes, I did. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll go do it right now. I swear I'll go do it. I promised and I didn't do it. I swear. And I feel bad that he's so like sensitive about it. But it means a lot to me because I know that he, as he grows up, his word's going to mean something. He was going to be a trustworthy individual because he cares about the promises he makes. He doesn't just promise things to make someone feel good and then forget about it a day later and never come back to it like so many other people do. And I try to be very mindful about this because honestly, I've had so much pain and hurt in my life caused by people that I trusted as a child through teenager and everything else who promised to help me, who promised to take care of me, who promised all kinds of things and didn't deliver. When I ended up on my own and homeless at 16, right before that happened, I talked to people about the problems I was having. And they said, look, man, if it happens, you won't be homeless. You can come crash on my couch. You can come to this, you can come to that. And then the cards went down and I ended up homeless in crickets. Where were those people? Where were those people that made me those promises that they, they would help me, that they would take care of me, that they'd make sure I had a coat in the wintertime? Because as soon as I needed it, they disappeared. They were willing to make the promise to me when they didn't think they would ever have to follow through. But then when it happened, none of them followed through and they disappeared and I was abandoned by the vast majority of my friends. I was abandoned by people that had promised me that they would never abandon me. That is something that we do all the time to people. And we wonder why people don't trust us. We wonder why a boss doesn't trust us. Well, how many times you made a promise to your boss and then didn't follow through on time or on deadline or to the extent you said you would? How many times you made a promise to your spouse and then maybe you totally forgot. Oh, yeah, I promise. I'll get some eggs from the store on the way home. Then you stressed out and all that. You forgot. You come home. And instead of like, and, and you apologize about it and then think that that's going to be cool, but you never do anything to make up for it. Me, if I do that, as soon as I come home, Brittany's like, did you get the eggs? I'm like, oh, oh, I didn't. Tell you what, I'll go right back down to the store right now and I'll turn my butt right on back out the door and I'll go back and get them eggs I promised to get. Just saying that that's how you build trust with people. And that's what our entire business is built on in the way that we relate to you. If you're interested in our martial arts, parkour, yoga, capoeira classes, and you like putting your information in the website, we approach you with that same thing because we live that. That's what we feel because I am so sick of feeling like I can't trust anybody that I'm out here trying to show people and kind of be that mirror to show people how to be trustworthy. How many people you know in your life say, I don't think the average person probably has, you know, 100 or 150 acquaintances that they have regular interactions with. How many of those people do you feel like you can trust? One, none, maybe two. See what I'm saying? It comes down to being the example. If you want your kids to do better, then you have got to make the decision to walk the walk and know that if you said you're going to do something, if you said you're going to let your kid do something, if you said you're going to help them with something, then you better follow through. And if you forget and something happens and it doesn't come off, it not, a sincere apology is not enough. Then you make it up to them. 
Integrity, in my opinion, of all of our life skills, education, stuff that we do, integrity is the most important to me. Integrity is the basis of trust. Integrity is the basis of honesty. And integrity is the basis of self-control and being the person that you feel like you are, that you feel like you want to be. But making willy-nilly promises and then not following through and then having no remorse about it. Think back to the old days before cell phones. If you wanted to get together with your friends, you had to call them on the home phone, right? And you had to set it up. Hey, yeah, man, we'll be at the movies at 6 p.m. this Friday, okay, this Friday. Yeah, I promise, I'll be there, 6 p.m. this Friday. Hey, man, I'm gonna be a couple dollars short. Hey, yeah, man, I got you covered. I'm gonna bring money. Uh, We're gonna go see this movie this Friday. Cool, it's set up. Now I'm excited. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get to go to the movies with my best friend, right? We got it all worked out. We spent all this time working out the details. So I get my mom, drop me off at the movie theater. And I wait. And I wait. And I got my money, but I'm $2 short getting a ticket because my buddy promised me he'd show up and bring me the rest. And then I stand outside for three hours. My buddy never shows up. He can't call me and let me know something come up. Cell phones weren't, weren't around. They weren't a thing. So then you see him at school. You see him the next day. You see him whatever. And you angry, you've been like all night, like, dude, you, you straight up left me. And that was often, if you did stuff like that before the days of cell phones, particularly, you often lost a friend. And the only way you were going to be able to keep that friend is not with a sincere apology, but with full on making it up to them. These days, people get lazy. So they know, they feel like they can back out last minute where it used to be, couldn't back out last minute. So these days, people are just like, you already there excited and waiting. And people just like call you be like, hey, I can't, I'm not going to come after all. I don't feel like it. Really? And 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 they're going to be nice to you. When you call and you do that to somebody, they're going to be like, yeah, man, okay, I understand, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they're going to get off the phone and you have just a little bit lost their trust. Just a little bit lost a little bit of their, their want to show you respect. Because honestly... How would you feel if someone does that to you? How do you feel when other people do that to you, right? Now, if it's a good reason, now, if I'm not waiting on you, you call me up and hey, like, hey, man, my my son is throwing up everywhere and like, I can't, like, I got to get, hey, man, that's life. Yeah, your family's important. Thanks for letting me know, you know, all good. But I'm talking, you know, the ones that like just like last second, you know, because Sometimes there's other people who are feeling bad, who need that time with you, that recharge time with you, want to spend time with their friends and the people they can trust and the people they can be real around. And then if that person ghosts them too many times, you lose their trust, right? Lose their trust. Chantel, yeah, man, my kid forgets nothing too. I know yours doesn't either, right? Um, But that's honestly a good thing. It shows a high intelligence and a high level of memory. And by intelligence, I don't mean smarts. People... People get that stuff confused all the time. You do know that like IQ and intelligence is not a measure of how smart you are. It's not. IQ and intelligence is a measurement of how quickly and effectively your brain processes and how well you remember things. Essentially, how easily you can learn. Being smart is something completely different, though they're often related. Don't confuse the two. You can have highly intelligent people who have never been educated and therefore are not smart, but are extremely intelligent. I feel like I fit in that category. Honestly, I feel like that's the category I kind of belong in, right? Not all that smart, but I do learn fast and process things very, very fast.
So if you want your kids to grow up to be trustworthy people, you want your kids to grow up with a strong sense of self and knowing what they're about, be that example, live that example, be that example of integrity. So many people are afraid to apologize to their children for mistakes because they don't want their children to think that their own daddy, their own mama could possibly make any mistakes. And that's a ridiculously prideful, egotistical, selfish way of looking at it. And in my opinion, if you're a parent, the last thing you can be is selfish because it ain't about you and your feelings and how your kids look at you. That don't matter. It's about guiding them to be able to overcome the challenges of the world and be the strongest they can be and who they are. That's what it's about. So quit making it about you. When you make a mistake with your children, quit making it about you and making excuses and being like, well, um, you know, I'm sorry, but I have this and I have this and it's just too bad, too bad, too bad. No, you can't say that if you made a promise. Now, if you didn't promise, sure. But if you made a promise and then you turn around and start making excuses, guess what you're teaching them? That when they promise you they'll clean their room, that when they promise you they'll mow the yard, that when they promise you they'll get their homework done, that it's okay to not do it and then turn around and make excuses. That's what you're teaching them. And you got to be honest and self-aware with yourself about that. Be mindful about that through Integrity Week. You want your children to keep their promises? You start keeping your promises no matter how small because it may not feel like an important thing to you that you promise to grab your boy a Happy Meal on the way home. But it's important to them and they trust you. And then you don't show up with that Happy Meal that you promised them. And they get a little upset and then they're like, well, you know what, it's okay. We're just, you know, I'll just eat this. It's cool, that's how my son is. He's like, well, it's okay, it's okay, dad, it's okay. But it bothers me because I didn't keep that promise and I want my son to trust me. I need my son to trust me because how am I supposed to keep him safe and guide him if he doesn't trust me to be the example of how he, how of strength, of integrity, of strength of who you are. <laughs> Man, that means a lot to me. That means a lot to me. I just read this, this comment, uh, Miss Hardy. That means a lot to me. Um, that motivation often slips the motivation honestly comes from, if I'm being honest, it comes from self-doubt and it comes from a negative self-image. So I don't know if you kind of want the motivation that I have, but that's what started the whole thing. I had such a negative self-image of most of my life. And then 10, 12 years ago, I started going, why do I have a negative self-image? Well, I never keep my promises. I'm not a man of integrity. I'm not honest. I'm not, it was all of these things. So I started studying and changing things and trying to find ways to be me, but be stronger in me by being those things. So to be fair, my motivation on these things, what makes it so important to me and what made it so important to me in the first place was wanting to be better, a better example of how to live than the friends that abandoned me were. I wanted to be a better example of how to be a friend than the friends that abandoned me were. I wanted to be a better example of how to be a parent than the parents that pushed me aside and abandoned me were. So my motivation is that and my son. I want him to not, I had to grow up raising myself, y'all. I mean, like I was, I was self-raised. By the time I was nine years old, I was the one that was, say during the summer, 
or even during the school, you know, I was at home alone all day, expected to have dinner ready when my mother walked through the door, expected it to be a nice home meal, expected to serve her on a silver platter, expected all these things, expected to give the foot rub, expected this, expected that. And I was that way from seven. And I I had to do my own homework. I didn't have no one over my shoulder telling me, hey man, let me help you with your homework. No, I had to read the books. I had to learn it. I raised myself. I raised myself. And I don't want my son to feel like he's got to do that because by the time I was 19, 20 years old, I was a messed up individual. And I recognized it one night and I hit bottom. I was like, man, I, I am no wonder I'm at the bottom. I'm a messed up individual, but I can fix it. And so I started that process and that long journey. And now I'm motivated by my son because I want him to get the street smarts that I got from raising myself and to be learn how to overcome those hard challenges and not be afraid to take on the world. But at the same time, I want to show him that by example, and I want him to have a safe place to go to for guidance. I want him to have the safety net I never had, and that's my motivation for all this. I want to be able to give people that safety net that I didn't have, someone to talk to and someone they know they can trust. I am absolute, ask anybody, well, of course you wouldn't know who they are because of this, but there are tons and tons of people, tons of current members that can tell you that I am the absolute epitome of no judgment and discretion. Tell me anything and I'm not going to judge you. And I ain't, I'm not going to say a word about it or hint about it to anybody ever, ever, ever for any reason. Because I want to be that safety net for as many people as I can. I want people to feel like they have a safe place to go where they can be them and be trusted. So I haven't had anybody out at my house in years, right? I'm really secretive about my address because I get scared about what people would think if they knew the real me. You know what? Last night, a couple days ago, I met a dude that was just down, man. Needed some help, needed, needed to, he's so defensive, so at war with the world that you could talk to him and see it in his eyes. That he, he'd say he was being him, but he ain't being him. He's at war with the world, right? And I know other people like that. So I invited him, his kids, a bunch of other people over to the house. I never had people at the house. We had a cookout. And I decided that I decided to do it because I wanted, I've always wanted to show people that they can have a safety net and it's okay to be you. And if, if someone's out there fighting that same war that I felt like I was fighting for decades, that I, I understand that war and around me, I can be that safe place where you can you can let it out, man. And I will I will try to bring you back to positivity. Even if I'm not feeling positive myself, I will walk my walk. And what it is I teach so stinking strongly. Because I have to. Because believing in what I teach is believing. And that that right there is where you, I think you find strength of character. That's where I found strength in my character to not have to feel like I'm at war with the world, but rather instead feel like the world's just going to have to deal with me. And that's how I look at it these days. I quit being at war with the world and started being like, world's just going to have to deal with me. They just going to have to deal with it. And I want my son to feel that way. I don't want my son to fit in. I want him to 
pursue his unique beauty and talent and skills no matter what the world thinks of it. I don't want my son ever having to feel like he has to fight the world and defend himself against the world. I want him to feel like the world's going to have to deal with him and who he is because he knows he's strong in his integrity and has something to bring to the world. That's where my motivation comes from. I appreciate your comment, Miss Hardy. And guys, if you if you support what we do in any way, shape, or form, whether it's the martial arts, you like my live videos, maybe you ain't never met me, or you like to teammate children's stories or whatever, let me tell you a little bit about how Facebook works. Facebook and the internet is the only thing that's leveled the playing field to allow small-time entrepreneurs like me to actually make money to actually be able to advertise in a way that people will pay attention to it because, you know, we ain't got millions and millions to do Super Bowl commercials, right? And things like that. So if you want to help out something, you want to support a local business, comment on all their posts. React if you can't think of a comment. Share everything you can that you feel comfortable with sharing. I understand you're not going to want to share stuff to your friends that they're not interested in. But comment and react because Facebook basically takes any post I make and it says, okay, I'm going to show it to 50 people. And we got 2,000 people follow our page, but it's like, I'm going to show it to 50 people. And if of those 50 people, only three or four react to it and no one comments on it, it's never going to be seen by any more than those 50 people. But if it gets a comment or two, it adds like 20, 30, 50 people for each new person that comments on it. It'll show it to that many more people. And that's how you can help support your local businesses and their advertising to help get the word out. Now, it's not just leaving recommendations and reviews. Yeah, that helps too. But it's as simple as when you see it scrolling through your feed, like a live video like this one, that you just comment something, even if it's just a smiley face, and you have helped that business and whatever message they're given reach at least 20 to 50 more people. And I'll tell you right now, I know the stats. For each student, for each student that we have sign up, we have to reach over 10,000 people for each one student so every little bit helps man every little bit helps and it's because people have a hard time trusting things right people especially have a hard time trusting businesses because so many businesses don't operate with that integrity that i'm talking about where if i make you a promise if i say we're here to serve you that's what i mean we gonna serve you if i say you know, if you need anything, holler and I promise I'll be there. That means I'm going to be there. If I say, I promise we're going to have this special thing for you when you come in for your first class, that means we're going to have that special thing for you when you come to your first class. And you can trust that because if we ever didn't, then I will make it up to you tenfold because I refuse to ever have anybody question my integrity ever again. I spent from the time that I was seven years old to the time that I was 13 years old, having my own integrity questioned daily by my mother, constantly being called a chronic liar, even though I never said anything. She had some displacement issues, let's just say that. So I grew up thinking I was a liar, even though I didn't lie. I grew up thinking I was a thief. She used to accuse me of stealing stuff all the time. She, because I would work because I would go out and ask the neighbors if I could make some money, you know, to help them out. And they go, yeah, man, here, go pick up these sticks. They have me pick up sticks for an hour and they hand me 20 bucks. My mom finds my 20 bucks. And then she's like, how'd you get 20 bucks? You stole it from me. I said, no, I didn't steal it from you. I, I swear I went to the neighbor's guy and she would, she would steal my money. She would take it and say, that's needed to pay bills. 
Now, if she'd have just asked and been like, hey, you know, like, can I can I get that 20 from you to help pay the phone bill? The family's struggling. Even at nine years old, I've been like, yeah, mom, yeah, yeah, because I use the phone too. I got you the phone bill. I understand that. But it was never like that. Instead, I got accused of being a liar, a thief, a cheat from the time I was like nine to the time I was like 13. And she's still, every time I talk to her all the way through my adult life, my wife, Ms. Rose has met her. Brittany, you on here right now. You can tell it, right? Right? Still, if I if I still was in communication with her to this day, you know she would still do the same thing. She would still be calling me a liar every time I open my mouth. She lived with us for years and did it every day. I mean... I'm not trying to get all personal with this. I'm just telling you why integrity is so important with me. I had my integrity questioned my entire life because my own mother would spread the rumors at the school that got me bullied. Weird, right? Weird. So everyone would question my integrity. And I got so sick of being no one trusting me and no one caring to take time to spend with me because they all questioned my integrity that I swore that I would never, ever give anyone a reason to question my integrity ever again. And I am, man, I'm hardcore on that. I'm passionate on that. And I, I still passionate and pursue it to this day, whether it's in the martial arts business, it's with my son, it's working with people, right? There's Brittany, there you go, right? I'm not, I'm not fibbing here. I'm not even exaggerating. I'm not even exaggerating. Um, about every other word any either one of us said was a lie, right? According to according to her. And that's just, man, it was hard to come up that way. And so now I'm out here and I'm trying to prove to people that we are trustworthy because I'm trying to prove to people that it's okay to be yourself as long as you do it with integrity so that you become trustworthy as well. Because people aren't going to hate you for believing something different than them, from having a different opinion from them than them if they first learn that they can trust you. Now, if they don't think they can trust you and then they find out you have a differing belief, differing opinion, differing whatever, they might attack you and think you're untrustworthy because they lump you in a stereotype. But if you prove first your integrity, you prove first how trustworthy you are, they're not going to care what you believe in or what you what your opinion is. If it's the opposite if there's anything I've learned over the years meeting so many people at the martial arts school, is that right there. Now, I don't want to take up. Teammate Radio is brought to you by Peaceful Warriors and Teammate Children's Stories, available on Amazon. We are Peaceful Warriors!